the Think Different Podcast live here on the YouTube. Our very first time up here. We want to thank you for coming up and enjoying us. Yes, we are listening to a song. If you never listened to our podcast before, we have a song that was made just for the coronavirus. In fact, we looked up this group. We said, hey, can you make us a song about washing our hands? So guess what? Here it is. We're washing our hands. We are making sure everyone's home and safe, and we're here just to entertain you. My name is Will TLD, not giving my last name so people don't know where to find me. <laughs> and, of course, my co-host to the left. That's right, to the left. It is, is the right to Tim. Hi, right. Tim. Hi, how, you how doing? are you? I'm doing good. Thank you very much. Tim, welcome to the show, even though you're the co-host. Yeah, I'm the co-host. I'm welcomed every time with warm embracing arms but uh yeah i'm here i'm ready to show up i'm glad we're on the youtube i like when we say the youtube because it makes us feel really old and not really hip with the yeah. times i'm not one of those people oh, that, that watch youtube or go on there to watch people play games uh so i'm rarely on it um but yeah we'll, we'll see what goes on but we're going to be talking about apple news today we always start off every episode with some apple news and we also are going to have our main topic which is on your screen right now Tim, for whatever reason, thinks that the iPad Pro with the Magic Keyboard could possibly be the computer replacement for everybody when I don't say so, dude. <laughs> because I think that the MacBook Air is, without a doubt, the best computer to buy right now. Best computer to buy right now? That's a bold statement. That's right. That's the <laughs> statement I'm making, and I'm sticking to it. All right. Tim, We have now this is an ongoing thing about Tim. We have to know every week what Tim bought in his house. So, Tim, what did you buy this week for your house? Oh, this was a great week. Because you buy something every week. Yeah, yeah, this was a great week. Um, so I alluded to to Will off air that uh, when we were testing this live setup the other day, I was so frustrated because I have – so I have an Apple TV in my bedroom. And I have an Apple TV in my basement. But on my living room, I have a Amazon Fire Stick. That piece of crap stupidest thing. was – Awful. Every time I would, every time I wanted to watch something, I'd have to reset it. I'd have to restart it. I'd have to delete the app, reload the app, log in again, log off. Oh, it was just so frustrating. Oh. Not worth the twenty dollars I spent on Black Friday. What could you do? So, I scoured the internet and I found a used um, oh, Apple whoa, TV. Oh, what you say there? Oh, okay. yeah, used Apple TV, um, thirty-two okay. gigabytes. Uh, perfect for the up, uh, living room. It's connected to my 60-inch display now, um, and it works great. It just came today, actually, so I'm very happy about it. Um, so now I've put that fire stick in a little bag and tucked it in a drawer, and it's never going to be used again. I'll probably donate <laughs> it to a cousin or something that could use it. Um, but, yeah, I hated that thing. Wait, you can re-gift um, it for Christmas. You can re-gift it yeah, for Christmas, I could, yeah, yeah, you're right. But That's perfect for that. But it really shows the quality of you know spending the extra dollar on something that's a higher quality that will last longer, save you headaches, and give you a better experience overall. And I feel like that's what the Apple ecosystem really uh, flies home about is the idea that it's just that so easy to use, no frustrations. You know, really, you're getting your bang for your buck on what, what you're spending on. Um, so I'm very happy with the purchase. Um, and now I have Apple TVs in every floor of my house. That is also integrates with the home app, which we've always had. We have episode podcast episodes that you can listen to about how we ha introduce home, different appliances and applications in our, each of our homes, um, especially me as a new mm -hmm. homeowner. I'm slowly implementing these new features um, as Will ha t has tons of Philips Hue 
lights and he swears I by that. I have an automation but... house, baby. <laughs> so, yeah. That... All I have to do is give you my code and you can get into my house. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I'm excited. I'm excited for uh, the Apple TVs. Awesome, dude. Well, thank you very much for those wonderful tips. Um, we make sure you join us. Follow us on the Twitter at ThinkDiffPod and on our Facebook and our Instagram is at ThinkDifferentPodcast. And remember, every Friday we come up with a new episode. This is the episode, though. So we're going to be on YouTube, but we also are going to now put an audio version just in case you don't make it to this platform uh, in, in case that happens. So, Tim, it is time for his favorite segment, because Tim is never ready for it. Ladies and nope. gentlemen, it's time for the news. The news. <laughs> Short form Fraggle Rock series from Jim Henson's company is now available on Apple TV Plus. So Apple TV has link, inked a deal for Fraggle Rock Rock On, a short-form series from the Jim Henson Company that features characters from the popular series Fraggle Rock. This one episode has debuted as of yesterday um, on Apple TV+. Plus. It is free to watch. Um, each of these episodes that's going to be released for this series are about three to five minutes in length, which is why they call it a short-form. Um, what's really cool about this platform, about this uh, video series, is they're all shot on an iPhone 11 device from the production team's own homes, and then the artists and production teams mm. put their videos together and create these short uh, episodes. Super cool, super aware of the current situation that we're in right now. I had a chance to watch the Fraggle Rock Rock On series, the first episode, and they use this thing called Buzz. T uh, let me just get it right because. It's called Doozer Tube, and Get it right. they're they're calling it Doozer Tube only because that's their idea of being able to use the internet, and it looks like it's like a radish tied to like a a uh, like cylinder, silver cylinder attached to like a poke a spoke uh, like a poke thing, pokey thing or whatever, um, and it's awesome. A pokey so, thing, huh? <laughs> and it, they are doing like a Zoom conference, and they're they're playing music together, but they're just so aware of the environment that like they can share music and still hang out and be with each other, even though they're not in the same cave portion of their cave, I guess they're what they're living in. Um, so it's super the cave of wonders. It's, it's super cool. I loved it. Um, I'm excited for the next episodes to come out. Those will be released on a weekly basis. Uh, just like a lot of the Apple TV plus content is episodic. Um, so new episodes will be released on a weekly basis, but episode one is out now and you can watch it as of today. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's super cool. I haven't had a chance to watch yeah. it. I, I would definitely encourage I, it. I haven't had a chance. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, so I probably need to get up on that. Considering I have a year subscription, because after all, I'm an educator. Oh yeah. So sure. for those who have not listened to this <laughs> show at all, I actually am not in school anymore. But because I never got rid of my school ID, I use it to get free Apple stuff. He's a. So it makes sense. Uh, it totally makes I, sense. I would take advantage of it if I could. Damn right. All right, Tim, what's our next article? Apple supplier factories reducing staff and cutting overtime due to falling demand. While many Apple stores around the world are closed as of March 14th, Apple devices also, obviously, the demand has been dropping off. So as a result, the factories are starting to assemble these devices by reducing the staff and cutting overtime hours. So companies such as Foxconn and Pegatron you know, Foxconn, as we know, assemble a lot of our iPhones, um, has paused hiring for the moment and has been cutting all temporary workers that they hired for ramping up production following the factory's closures in February. 
So once they the factories actually closed and they reopened, they just didn't bring back all those temporary workers. They also have stopped overtime hours as of April 10th. So they will no longer be allowing uh, employees to put in overtime hours um, just because the lack of the U.S. demand in products is really falling. Um, so at Pegatron, they've approximately let go of a thousand temporary workers and third party workers were actually fired. Um, so this is happening in result of the low demand uh, for the products right now. Um, again, Apple has gone on the record saying that they hope that production for different uh, launches of their new products will not be affected by the coronavirus. But this kind of is a telltale sign that it, it actually could be affected by the coronavirus. Nothing to say, Will? That's terrific. <laughs> <laughs> every, every, everything is ruined by no, this yeah, every, damn everything virus, is man. Everything. Yeah. Like, we can't, we can't even manufacture stuff. We are laying people off. This is just a... a tr oh, God, man, I hate this. It sucks. It really does. You know, what are you going to do? Yeah, and... Honestly. Uh, big, big old Timmy Cook has got one on the record saying just drink, that... Just uh, buy a lot of beer and whiskey, and, and that's it. <laughs> But uh, Tim Cook has said that That's they're it. still financially very strong, which obviously they will be for a long time, even if they're, the products uh, aren't selling as much. Um, but right now, Apple is in a good spot, but you could see maybe if this lasts longer, um, there could be a little bit of a, uh, a hiccup. Well, let's hope there's no more hiccups. What's next? Lower price 23 inch iMac and 11 inch iPad models rumored about. to launch in second half of 2020. A 23 inch iMac, you say? That is going to be coming in the second half of 2020 with mass, mass production set to begin in the third or fourth quarter. According to a China Times report, uh, Apple could likely achieve this display size by simply reducing the thickness of the bezels on the current 21 and a half inch iMac. Also, they're looking to come out with an 11-inch iPad, um, which will also come out in the second half of 2020. Um, an 11-inch iPad will supersede the either 10.2-inch iPad or possibly the 10.5-inch iPad Air. Uh, we don't know yet, um, but the specs that it could co come with is possibly this, what they're describing, a mini LED dis backlit display. Uh, and how this could be solved is it's kind of more advanced or same benefits as the OLED displays that are currently on the latest iPhones. But now it will have no notch. It will just be a screen all the way across and it will have touch ID under the display, which is a pretty neat feature. Ooh. But why would they step away from face ID and go back to touch ID? It doesn't make sense. It's a little confusing, but I do want to jump back to the iMac. Um, it's supposed to be an affordable iMac for a 23 inch model. As of right now, the current iMac starts at uh, $1,100. Um, it also costs an additional $200 to upgrade from that spinning hard drive to the SSD. Um, so mm -hmm. I am interested to hear what Will has to say of what they should price this iMac at, um, if it's going to be an affordable option. If it's going to be an affordable option, then they're going to probably have to in include the hard drive still, right? I would think so. But this, if you put a hard drive in that, then you might as well get a 2012 MacBook Pro because that's what you're getting. It's such an old technology at this point that it's got to go. And we need to now, we need to stick with the Fusion Drive. I like the combination between the Fusion Drive 
and the hard drive, which if you don't know what that is, it's a, sol a small solid state drive and a one terabyte hard drive fused together to work together. And in the background, the most used apps go to the solid state drive, which helps it run better and faster. So that's the concept of the Fusion Drive. I think it's one of the best underrated technologies that Apple came out as. When my parents bought their iMac, I was like, you got to buy this version with the Fusion. I was, I was so set on that because I was like, they shouldn't even have a hard drive version. If you're going to make an affordable version, under $1,000 it has to be. But also, I'm ready for a new iMac completely. I'm ready for, like, if this design stays as, like, the old iMac that you're referring to, this 23-inch display, then stick with that, but come up with a brand new sexy design. Yeah, I mean... That, that's my feeling. Yeah, sure. I mean, this display has been updated since, what, the early... Early late two thousands, correct? It's a five K dis, but it's a five K display. How much more could you possibly do to it? You know, if they're gonna do a Retina style display, I mean, what else? I I don't know what else you could possibly do, but it is a Retina display anyway. So I don't. Even well, know why. I'm talking about the the physical casing of the iMac itself. It's it's basically stayed the same instead of updating the display. Uh, correct? Yeah, it maybe got thinner. That Mac, that Mac, yeah, the display stayed the same. That Mac Pro look is what I what that Mac Pro, that the XDR display. Sure. That's the one I really want. That's the one I really want. Any comments on the uh, the iPad 11-inch model, whether that's going to be an Air or just a traditional iPad? It's just it's so confusing right now. Yeah, sure. Like, they should have an 11 and 13 Pro. I'm totally fine with the 11-inch and the 13-inch Pro giving options. The Air one, get rid of that. Get rid of that Air. They just there's revamped no, the Air. Should, why do we have... I don't care. Don't get, get rid of the air. It's not even. It's technically a bigger iPad, but it's not a pro. It doesn't have like everything. It doesn't make any sense to have that at all. Yeah. I go get rid of the air. iPad, iPad Pro. That's it. No iPad Mini. It's there. <laughs> I heard they might update the iPad Mini I too. Mean, like I mean, it seems like all fine. the old iPads Do are getting updates. No one is buying an iPad mini. Okay, that's like some... I'd like to have an iPod Touch, please. I don't want to have a three ninety nine phone. I'd rather have the $200 iPod Touch. Sure, sure. Come on. All right, moving on to the next yeah, article. So what did we talk about in last week's episode, Will? I think it was the release of the iPhone It was the iPhone SE. SE. Yeah, and it's gotten eee. great reviews so far. Um, and everyone's really excited about it uh, for this affordable option and the value you're really getting at it. But Apple also alluded to the fact that they might release an iPhone SE Plus. However, it's going to be postponed until the second half of 2021. Um, so there is going to be a larger version of the new low-cost iPhone SE. Um, this will be set to release in the first half of 2021. Um, it's going to include possibly a 5.5-inch or a 6.1-inch display uh, with the full-screen design, similar, very similar to the iPhone 11, iPhone 11 Pro. It's not going to use Face ID. But they're instead kind of demoing this idea that the Touch ID will be integrated into the power button, which would be kind of neat. So that will, now the Touch ID will be a Touch ID will be on the right side of the device, so you'll actually have more screen on the device itself um, because now you don't have to actually have that home button feature. Um, so that'll be pretty neat to look at for design wise. What does this price have to be for someone to buy the iPhone SE Plus? Right now, remember the iPhone SE is starting at $399. So what does the iPhone SE Plus have to be, Will, to, for you to buy it? Is it just $100 more? Buy. $100 more will do the deal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I don't even think they need to get a plus. Oh, so you don't even think it should like, happen? I, I don't think it should happen, no. That's one more phone I have to repair if I go back to Apple. Screw that. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I don't. I don't see. Keep it as the affordable phone. The 10R is, a, you know, between the 10R and that price, it's fine. I, I don't think. I'm surprised we even thought about even doing an SE Plus. I mean, I know it's a plus for everything, but I, I'm kind of shocked they're even doing one. Yeah, it's it's apparently in the works. So. That means it's got to include. The, that means it better include the two cameras because that's what a plus model did. Like if they don't do that, then that's going to be a whole problem. I honestly am a little shocked that this was even thought about. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, I, I, right. It's like it's kind of interesting because you know the the original intent of the iPhone SE was to offer an affordable option, but then also please those iPhone users that like that smaller screen device. Now you're releasing an iPhone SE new device that is the same size as the traditional iPhone, um, and you know bigger than that that uh, old iPhone five uh, screen size, and then now you're offering an even bigger device. It's 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 like you're reverting backwards, right. like you're taking steps backwards. I don't I don't get it, but hey, we'll see. I don't get it either. Everyone no, just likes I, options. I definitely don't get it. I think it's funny. Damn do right. You, do you remember the restaurant uh, Cheeseburger Cheeseburger? I never went in there. Okay. Well, if for those people that know what Cheeseburger Cheeseburger is, you go in there and there is burgers that you can choose from the menu. You know, select burgers that have different combinations of different condiments, meats, and, you know, uh, different, uh, you know, lettuce and all that crap. Or they have a giant menu of different options that you can create your own burger for, right? People don't like making choices. Okay. That's why Cheeseburger Cheaper went out of business. Why is Apple making uh, <laughs> so many choices for these customers? But I never even went there. Like I don't even know what that. What, what was the the whole thing? It was just that it was like a. You can make your own like burger. A, yeah. Like a, it, I can make my own burger anywhere I go. No, but it's like all I gotta tell them is what I want on it and what I don't want on no, it. No, no, it's it was different. Simple. Man. Well, maybe that's also the idea why Simple. it's out of business too. But anyway. Apple's giving too many options to our their customers right now. You're now you're going to say that there is yeah, what I agree. if you add this iPhone SE Plus, that's two phones in the SE family. There's the iPhone 11, iPhone 11 Pro, iPhone 11 Max. That's three. That's what five phones right there. There's the iPhone 10. That's six. iPhone uh, 10s, iPhone 10s Plus. That's what nine. It's it's just that's nine phones you can choose from right now. Then there's the the, the 10R. That's 11. Oh my God, man. Eleven phones you can currently yeah, buy from much. the iPhone, Apple Store. I don't. I, as I said, when you showed me that article, I was like, "How can there possibly be an idea of an iPhone SE? It does not make any sense to me. Yeah, at all. So, so that's the news. That's the end. That's the news, everybody. So, hope you enjoyed all the little articles that we come up with. We do this on every episode. We do have some news we start off with, and then we get to our main subject. And if you have been staring at the screen, you know we are doing the iPad Pro Magic Keyboard versus the new MacBook Air. Which, by the way, for some reason, I noticed on the screen I put a MacBook Air, not ver- so <laughs> just that's a single MacBook Air. That. <laughs> yeah, just a single MacBook Air, not more than one, not more than one. It's one MacBook Air. Oh, MacBook Air. <laughs> wow, I just messed up my own thing. See, first episode, we already messed up on YouTube Live. That's all right. So, what do you say, Yankee? It's okay? It's okay. All right. So, l- now the argument has been for the last 
few episodes or ever since existence that me and Tim have known each other, that the iPad Pro could be a replacement. For you, for your computer. So, yeah. Correct. Now, I'm going to say no to that, and he's going to say yes. So, now the Magic Keyboard has added a little bit of a twist oh, to yeah. it. yeah. With this uh, iPad Pro. Now, remember, this is for the iPad Pro only. So, the iPad's not in the conversation here. Not the iPad Air, that stupid model. No, it is the iPad Pro, because that's what the Magic Keyboard came out with. So, that's what sparked our interest. So, did you watch the videos on the Magic Keyboard? Oh, it's absolutely wonderful. Um, it's it's a beautiful device. Um, it A lot of the reviews that I'm hearing is it's very well built. It is beautiful the scissor keyboard is very easy to type with because if other ipad pro users if they have that uh that silicone keyboard it gets very uh mm-hmm. tricky to actually type and kind of annoying uh, but now it has that, that scissor uh keys keyboard uh, so it's very easy to type with um it has a usb-c separate USB-C charging port. So now you don't need to use the USB-C charging port that's on the iPad itself to charge the uh, keyboard. You can actually charge the keyboard externally. So that frees up the port for the iPad to plug something else into it or charge the iPad. It has these insane strong magnets on the back that actually magnetically holds the iPad Pro in air. It's like, it's like it doesn't, the iPad Pro does it's, never it's touches, floating like an yeah, it's like floating. It never touches the keyboard itself. It's so beautiful. Um, however, there have been a little bit of complaints, not many. And it's only if you really want to pick up, pick it apart. It is heavy. It's, it actually weighs more yes. than the iPad Pro. Um, it weighs more than the yeah, iPad it, Pro 12.9 inch. Air, you mean, you, and, it com- and it weighs more than, if you combine the two, it weighs more. Yeah, with the, combined yeah. with the iPad with the iPad Pro 12.9 inch and the keyboard weighs more than the MacBook Air. However, mm-hmm. why they did that is because of that floating feature in those magnets. They need a counterbalance of weight. They have to hold it. To yep. have that mm-hmm. stand up or else it would just keep tipping over and over. So they needed to make it heavier. They probably had to recognize that and take the loss for how they the chalk up chalk it up as a loss really um, because they were not going to be able to get away with that. Um Another complaint is there's no fun- function keys on the keyboard itself. So there's no ex- there's no ah, escape key. Now, you have to admit that was a mistake. You have to admit that was a mistake. Yeah, I'm not sure why they didn't include it, especially when you look at a competitive. I have no idea why yeah, they didn't include it. Especially um, when you look at a competitive market, the uh, Surface Pro, Microsoft Surface Pro, has a function keys uh, bar um, where you can use that within the Microsoft Surface OS. Um I imagine why they don't have that function functionality, function key functionality built in the keyboard is because it's not built into the function OS right now. Um, so there's that. The trackpad, it's small. Small. Some people have complained about the size. Some people say it's absolutely perfect, but it's they've all said it's very responsive. It's more responsive than the Surface Pro trackpad. Um, so you have that feature going for you. Um, and they're also really impressed with the cursor response and I'll go into it more when we start arguing back and forth. But the cursor response from the keyboard itself into the OS, iPad OS is actually pretty cool. It's not your traditional like black little uh, cursor that you would see on an iMac or uh, traditional on a computer. It's actually this uh, kind of um, gradient of a gray little circle that follows around on the on the OS's display. Uh, it's it's actually pretty cool. Uh, I, I do recommend watching any unboxing videos or any uh, review videos about the new keyboard uh, because it is pretty impressive to see. 
I'm sorry, that was really right. long-winded, well, but it's really nice. No, no, you're passionate, man. You're a passionate man. <laughs> yeah. So, so for the MacBook Air, now the biggest thing for me was when the first MacBook Air came out, we had the MacBook Air, we had the MacBook, and then we had the MacBook Pro, right? Yep. So we had three different ones. The MacBook was, from day one, was not the Mac to get. However, I also thought the Air was an old design. And then finally, they came out with this new MacBook Air design, in 2018 and i was like wow that's great however the price was 11.99 because they they finally put a retina screen on it you know they put touch id on it and that dropped the price up well they decided this year to finally change everything around and now it makes it the most affordable mac ever with the best stuff in it and that's what i like about it so they got the magic keyboard on there just like they're starting to do right now the macbook pro if you buy one right now the 13 inch you're a fool there is just no reason to buy that (laughs) at all Uh, it has the touch id of course that was the cool thing it has the true tone display it has the retina display which it is without a doubt the best one so uh oh no i got an error on my screen god damn it i hate that uh, so we also have performance wise, they now put quad core in there, which was, I thought was very valuable. And they started off with 256 gigs of storage folks. It was 128 with 11 at 1199. So yeah, I'm just telling you right now, the MacBook air for, and think of it, it's a hundred dollars off. It's a hundred dollars off compared to the 2018 model for right? a student. No, uh, no, a so student. student. Yeah, 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 sure. So it's really eight ninety nine, eight ninety nine. Yeah. So when you look at all of that, and you're you're gonna tell me how much is an iPad Pro? Are we talking eleven inch or twelve point eleven inch? Ooh, so well, the eleven well, inch. because we're comparing thirteen inches. <laughs> uh, the eleven. Yeah, I'm going with the. What? Yeah, get son. Uh, sorry, yeah, go ahead, son. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, the 11 inch starts at 799, um, and if we're going to talk the 12.9 inch, uh, they start at a thousand dollars. So it's a 200 dollars difference without the Magic Keyboard. Correct. And then when you add it, so the yeah the Magic it's Keyboard more money. Well, it's more money than the MacBook Air. Sure. Come on. Magic Keyboard is 299 for the 11 inch uh, display. And then the uh, Magic Keyboard for the 12.9-inch iPad is $349. However... Plus without tax and without yeah, yeah, Apple yeah. Care. Yeah, 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 yeah. However... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have done, hey. they have done speed tests, Will, with I, the okay. iPad Pro... Talk about those speed tests. iPad tw- Pro 12.9-inch versus the MacBook Air... They did it against the i5 processor, uh, which is the standard version. Oh, I'm sorry. The standard version is actually it is i5 or i3 processor. Uh, it's an i it's an i3, then goes to an i5. Okay, so they tested it against the i3 processor, and they also tested it against the i5 processor. And guess what? Oh, I wonder what the answer is going to be. The <laughs> iPad Pro is. <laughs> Faster, it's more powerful, it's more faster. It exported a 4K six minute video in three minutes and 30 seconds. Guess how long it took to export that on the MacBook Air? 25. Double that, six minutes and 
Well, six minutes and one second. So almost double that. I said but 25 still, minutes. Oh, 25 minutes. I didn't mean 25 I said seconds. 25 minutes. <laughs> what the, are you, what's wrong? Are you, is that hat getting to your brain? But I'm just saying Yankee? the processing speed and the powerfulness of the iPad Pro is worth the money because it's more powerful than your MacBook Air. Also. You're so proud of yourself, aren't you? Not just the power, but the display is beautiful. It is beautiful. The, the it has a great liquid retina display that uh, has a true tone display. I know the MacBook Air has also the true tone display, but when you combine it with that liquid display and it's at full and you could hold it into your hands, it's just it's just a thing of beauty. Um, I can. Do you want me to keep going? I can keep rolling the punches. You know, you know, you're punching enough, okay? Because <laughs> here's the bottom line. So, I, so think of this right now. What I did is I, I put this all together for you people. Magic Keyboard, iPad Pro, 12.9 inch, 349, right? You have the MacBook Air, which is 999 by itself. So you're talking about like more than one fourth of the machine cost is just a keyboard. But okay, okay, your argument right now has only been prices. I'm not arguing. I I understand pricing model. The MacBook Air probably makes sense if you're on a budget, but if you want more power, a more versatility, more flexibility, more portability, you're gonna want to spend the extra hundred dollars for the iPad Pro. And son, and this is let me tell you something right now. This, wait, I'm gonna tell you right now why this is gonna this is gonna end the argument. When you're on a Zoom call doing video chat, what happens when you leave Zoom and go do something else on an iPad? Yep. Well, you can't. You can't. You can't do it. Well, you can't, I, 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 I didn't hear that correctly. My headphones must be a little. Uh, can you say that again? You, you can't. You can't multitask in, in a Zoom call. That's right. You can't, especially. Uh, so there's going to be situations that, like, think of it as a business, right? A business would love to have the ability to do Zoom and do other multitasking things. Sure. You can't do that on an iPad right now. And that has a lot to do with the OS. And we're saying right now. In fact, saying, I'm sorry. It has everything to do with the we're OS. Saying, we're saying, we're say saying right now because Zoom hasn't built that into their app right. yet. But iPads, right. the iPad OS allows picture in picture. So you can actually take notes. And theoretically, when Zoom updates their application, you'll be able to put that Zoom call in that picture in picture oh, mode. But they haven't done it yet. But they haven't done it yet, but it's going to be coming. Like, oh, oh, okay. You got that inside scoop, ladies and gentlemen. Tim has that inside scoop. And, okay, well, let me just let me just go back to your Soto so penny cruncher here because the MacBook Air is cheaper. I am not saying you need to buy the keyboard, Magic Keyboard, that costs an obscene amount of money for you to have full advantages of using the iPad Pro. You can just buy the iPad Pro itself, and you can take full advantage of using the platform itself without the access of the keyboard because it's still more powerful than the MacBook Air itself. You can equip yourself with it with a Apple Pencil because now you can actually draw on your iPad Pro. You can use it for editing audio, editing photos with that pencil. You cannot do that currently on the MacBook Air. Um, so you, I'm mm -hmm. not convincing right. you to buy both the Magic Keyboard that's obscenely expensive and the iPad Pro together, it is an accessory. With the MacBook Air, you are automatically automatically connected to the keyboard. It cannot be detached. 
So you get that flexibility, right, so again, you are, that Tim. portability. You're, so it's, Tim, it's, you're in the Apple Store, right? You're in the Apple Store right now, okay? You're you're in that blue shirt. You're you know you're so proud. You got the Apple logo on your heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone yeah. comes in and says, "Hey, I need a I need a machine for college," and you have to tell them what the options are. I got this iPad Pro and I got this MacBook Air. Which one are you telling them? You can't keep no because in that certain scenario, <laughs> in that certain scenario, cost becomes a large factor Boy. because they're they're spending for college, but I can still encourage them to buy an iPad Pro because of the capability features and the versatility that they're going to be getting by bringing it, the portability from I'm, class to I'm class. Gonna, but I'm going to be that customer. I'm sorry. I'm going to be that customer right now. What you know what I would find out if they had a Mac that was maybe three years old, right? And say, you know what, you probably don't need to update that Mac. Why don't you go with an iPad as like a portable device sure. and have that? See that that would be better than doing like an air unless their mac completely crapped out and you have to go the route of buying a computer and it the problem with i think with a pro is that there's so many features missing as a creative standpoint from a video standpoint it's missing a ton sure and the reality is i can't do what an ipad pro does which is why if i had an air at least i would have a chance to install final cut I can't even do that on a. Uh, I can't and, even. And I do, do have that. to say, it's coming, Will. A Final Cut app will eventually come to oh, the iPad OS. He knows everybody, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this is our inside tips, by <laughs> But it's coming. They, I'm sure they recognize that. And once they can, do you know the uh, RAM space that's available in an iPad Pro, specifically the 12.9 inch? I think it's like six yeah, it's gigs. A, it's six it? gigs, which is pretty impressive for a portable device. Um, you know. Oh, I agree. So that's that's. There's so much more that could. There's so much more that can do that they are just not allowing, and that and that's what pisses me off about. And it. that's that has to be has to definitely come down to the the OS that's built inside of it, the capabilities that it has currently, and what they're allowing and not allowing to happen. Um, so there's that portion of it, and then there's just the app developers that have to find out a way how to use the hardware that is going to be adapting. You know. I didn't even mention the the uh, the lidar sensors that are integrated in the new uh, 12.9 inch and 11 inch uh, lidar. Lid it's lidar. Lidar God sensors, damn it. whatever. Lidar. God. This is say it again. The lidar sensor that is. Oh, good. He finally got it, Chris. If you're watching, he finally got it right. The lidar sensors that I didn't even mention, and we didn't even go into camera yet, um, but I'm gonna kind of transition to it now. The lidar sensors that are built into oh. the iPad Pros is going to be the future for augmented reality and they are testing it currently in these iPads. So you can find a spatial awareness without having to uh what's it called? You know I'm surprised you didn't bring up the flaws that the camera inside of the lens of a of a Mac is 720p. Yeah, it's it's like really the bad. crappiest <laughs> camera. There's a reason why on our screen right now we are boxed in smaller because we're using our dis we're using our cameras from our Macs, and there's no way if I blow that up, it's gonna look any good. Yeah, I mean the reality is that you know what? I'm gonna do something real cool. Turn office lights green. Oh God, I think I'm in an emergency now. Thanks a lot, Tim. <laughs> you messed it up. Let's do this again. Make living room lights. No, that's not it. Hold on. Make office lights green. Whoa. Ah, yeah. That's right. How cool am I? Uh, I'm going to stay like this so for the cool. rest of the episode. You know what? I'm going to be doing it in blue because all of our icons are blue. Make office lights blue. 
Ah, now you can barely see yeah, me. Really Let's change that. <laughs> Make office lights green. We'll stay with green. All right, as Will plays with his, thank you. as Will plays with his lights, Thanks, I want to talk about the impressive <laughs> version of the camera that's built into the iPad Pro. There's a wide-angle 12-megapixel uh, camera built in, and then there's another lens of the ultra-wide lens, and that's also a 10-megapixel camera. Um, there's ability to do uh, portrait mode on the camera. There is obviously that lidar sensor that's built into or, into it um, that will correct collect spatial awareness and allow a augmented reality environment inside of your living room, inside of your home. It's super cool. The only issue that I have with the iPad Pro camera is if you put it into the new Magic Keyboard and want to do a FaceTime or you know a video conference with your boss, the camera is on the left side. The left side, yeah. It's not so straight that's on. That's the one thing you think. Do you think it's time that they change that? Because the iPad now has become, I think, a, a landscape device now. It's not a portrait device anymore. Yeah, it's really not. It's a yeah. landscape device. Yeah, you're you're right. I honestly think they should change everything around to where that the Face ID is now on the top middle, and the Apple logo is now on the, is now flipped that way, and that's how they should they should package everything around the idea that this device stays this way the entire time. Yep. And that's the way I think they should market it. Not this way because who holds it this way except for my mother? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but to be fair, she's playing Candy Crush and you can't play it the other way. So Yeah. That's, that's, so that's my little complaint with the camera. Though. But like Will alluded to, all the cameras built I got a lot into play, the, the MacBook about this Air camera. <laughs> is the, a 720p. I'm MacBook Air. It's crap. Uh, I'm not sure why they it's never crap. update it. Uh, it's it's very interesting why they don't. Um, but I don't know why. You think you're having this beautiful retina screen, and I'm paying like $3,000 for a computer, and they can't even put a nice camera, a 4K camera into the lens. Yeah, they just, can I make the audio it. sound so much better. Like If you look at it, they have the new stereo sound coming out of the microphones of the MacBook Air and of the MacBook Pro, but they can't even upgrade the goddamn camera from 720p. But it would be a little weird if they put a camera on the other side. That would be like spying on people. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a little weird. No, they should absolutely be putting a 4K resolution camera built into this display. That's all. The camera on the iPad Pro kills the camera on the Mac. Yeah, and I, I did forget to mention the 4K video that. recording that you can you can take with the uh, iPad Pro and also that true depth camera um, that allows you to do that portrait mode. You, you can do your emojis and emojis on your iPad Pro that you can't currently do on a MacBook Air. So, <laughs> so if we were going to go down to final arguments here, Tim, okay, I agree there are features on the iPad I would prefer doing than on my carrying my Mac around. Sure. But if you're going to tell me, to, if I'm going to tell somebody, it, it all comes down to choice, right? If someone has an iMac in their home, I would tell them to get an iPad. 100%. You don't need to carry around a laptop with you. Yep. If you have a laptop, and it would be based on preferences. If you are like someone like my parents, who had the iMac, didn't need, you know, they wanted the uh, Pro. If my And my dad, like, specifically wanted to have stocks. He wanted to have certain things to look at for him. Then he went, he went with the iPad. Because when he got a laptop in his hand, he tried to touch the screen. And not all computers have that capability. Yep. I'm sorry, they don't. And the iPad is so portable to take around. This is the way to go for most people. 
But if you are a student, if you are a professional, an iPad is a luxury item, but it's not a computer replacement. iPad to me is still a luxury item. Sure, sure. You know, I could I could go from my standpoint. Uh, I definitely see the value in a owning a you know, laptop computer or a desktop computer. However, if I'll be completely honest, if I didn't do this podcast and had to have access to GarageBand and running multiple programs at once and, you know, being on a large visual display, I would just use my iPad for everything. I, I don't even come down to my basement to touch my uh, computer because I have my iPad accessible for everything that I need to do. I could type my documents into my iPad. I can browse the web. I can send emails. Um, you know, if I'm looking for an external device for my mobile device to have an easier ex- viewing experience, I'm going to my iPad, not my MacBook. Um, so that's just me. Um, if, if I didn't have what Will is alluding to in a sense that, you know, artists and, you know, people that are in the graphic design industry and stuff like that, you know, for them, the iPads are more just a luxury item, but they really need those powerful computers to, to run those different programs. But for an everyday user, somebody that just wants to browse the internet, buy stuff on eBay, uh, you know, FaceTime with your friends, the iPad's a perfect option for you. And I don't think you need to waste your money on, on a laptop option. All right. Well, I think that's our first episode on the YouTube live. I had a good time with this, Tim. This was, this actually worked out better than I thought. Yeah, I yeah. The idea. I did the freaking news thing. Yeah, yeah I, I, I played I, a little bit around. I like it. I got it. Uh, make, make sure you give us a like, because now we got to add that to our repertoire. We make sure you have a like on this video. Subscribe to us. Check us out. We already have plenty of videos up. In fact, tomorrow, a new video is going up, how to use iMovie. I actually went iMovie on iOS, and I wanted to show people how this works. We're using iMovie with iOS. So that video is going up tomorrow. So please check us out tomorrow for that video. And if you want to learn how to make a movie in iOS, it's so easy to do. And I give you a, a, a great breakdown. I even show you a video that I created on there. And I think it's just truly amazing. I, learning iMovie on iOS should be great. And if you ever want to put like your own family pictures together, go for it. It's definitely worth it. And our podcast episode in audio form will come out on Friday and check us out on all the podcast platforms, Pandora, Stitcher, Launchpad DM, our home platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google, A-Track Tape, Sony Walkmans, and of course your Microsoft Zunes. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tim, you have anything else left for today before you go to bed and sleep with your ass up animal? <laughs> I have many stuffed animals. Um, I do encourage everybody. Do. Just a reminder from the beginning of our episode: watch Fraggle Rock um, on Apple TV Plus. There's one episode that's currently streaming right now. It's definitely uh, enjoyable, um, so I would definitely check it out. All right. Well, I'm gonna put my music on because it's that time. It's that time. We uh, must go. And we do must go. So let's get them up. Oh yeah, they're back. Tell us how to wash our hands. We want everyone to please be safe, stay home. We hope you're entertaining you while we're doing this, and uh, we're having a great time doing it. Hold on, it's great time to wash your hands. Wash, 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 wash. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Peace out, everybody. Uh, make sure you. That's right. Every Friday, we have our new episodes, and we will be back up here next Wednesday for another live edition of the Think Different Podcast. Peace out. <laughs>